So just quickly for that first reading about this man who had a cloak, he had a coat, and it was torn into 12 pieces. And it's a symbol, it's an, it's an image of what happened to the people of the Old Testament. So we know that King David was the greatest of kings, and he brought all of the tribes, there were 12 tribes, and he made them all into one kingdom. But his son Solomon was unfaithful, and so the kingdom kind of started to fall apart. And then today we have it really where it broke back into the 12 kingdoms. So he had a cloak, and the man tore it into 12 pieces, 10 to the north and 2 to the south, just to give us an image of what's happening there. Because what it was, that's the effect of sin in our life. And this is how we can connect it to the gospel. That sin brings chaos, confusion, and division amongst each other, but also inside our own hearts. Uh, there's, a, there's a battle. Sometimes we have differing, different opinions, different desires in our heart. We're not together as one. That's the effect of sin. And that's what Jesus came to heal. And the response to psalm says that we listen to God's voice, that we hear his word. And he was saying those who hear his word but don't follow it, that's what sin is. And so we pray for the grace to be able to hear God's voice, to hear his word. And we do that by reading the Bible, by saying our prayers, by coming to Mass, by coming to adoration, by learning the catechism. That's how we can learn to hear God's voice. But the man in the gospel, he had two problems. He couldn't hear and he couldn't speak. So as disciples, our invitation is to hear God's word, to hear his voice, to follow his rules, to be his disciple, and then to share that good news with everyone to invite other people to come to know Jesus. But because this man was deaf and mute, mute means he can't speak. It means he wasn't able to do what God wanted him to do. And Jesus did something very interesting. First, he put his fingers in the man's ear, and then he spit and touched the man's tongue. Kind of weird. But what does he show us? That God desires to be so close to us that he wants to be in a relationship. Just like we, I mean, we don't put our fingers in ears and spit on tongues, but like we shake hands, we hug, we hold hands, like we show affection, we show friendship by being close to each other. And this is what God wants for us. Sin separates us, but Jesus brings us back. And with what he does today, we can reflect on the sacraments, especially since our friends in eighth grade will be confirmed tomorrow night. So we know what happened at Pentecost when the fire of the Holy Spirit came down upon them and it was an amazing encounter of grace and power and love. That's what's going to happen to y'all tomorrow night. That when the bishop comes and he lays hands on you, he prays over you, the Holy Spirit is going to come so close to you, set your heart on fire for love of him so that your ears will be open, so you can hear his voice, and you'll have this courage to proclaim his name, to preach the truth, to share Jesus with everyone. But the, you know, spit is like water. And so the first time we encounter the water is through baptism. 
through the sacrament of baptism. And so Jesus was given this man new life by opening his ears and making him able to speak. Baptism gives us new life. And if you've ever been to a baptism, the priest or the deacon makes a sign of the cross on the baby's ear and on his lips because of what we have in the gospel today. It's called the Ephatha rite. Is that we pray that God's grace opens our ears so we can think in our own life, am I deaf to God's voice? Or what other voices do I listen to? What competition in my heart, in my ears, have I placed before God? Is it too much social media? Is it the bad kind of music? Is it friends who say bad things? Am I blocking my ears by what I choose to surround myself with? And then to speak God's voice. And that's why God gave us the voice. So we can first pray to him and praise his name. And then encourage each other, uplift each other. So maybe we can think about how often we use our mouth, our voice to lie, to gossip, to be disobedient and disrespectful. And we can pray that God would heal us from that. And he does that through the sacraments. And when did God heal? When did Jesus heal this man? How did he do it? He pulled him off to the side. It wasn't a big spectacle. When we go to confession, Jesus pulls us off to the side and heals us. This man was healed. The sacraments, especially confession, heals us of any sin we may have committed. So this is a beautiful passage that this man had a wonderful encounter and he could not stop praising God because of what happened to him. In our baptism, in confession, in communion, in confirmation, all these encounters with God's love and his mercy, all these moments where he wants to heal us, to make us whole, so that we're not disordered and all in chaos, but that we're together as one within ourselves, and with a body, with a family of God. So we can ask today for a better better appreciation of the sacraments and to understand that in the sacraments, it's where God wants to touch us, where God wants to encounter us, where God wants to heal us, to make us whole, to make us new. So we pray for that grace in this Mass for greater appreciation of the sacraments, for greater ability to hear God's voice, and then the courage to always proclaim his holy name. Amen.